Food for Thought Podcast, man. We back another week of transparency and dialogue. It's your host, your boy, Marquise. I'm sitting here with my co-host, the one and only, the lovely Sade, Miss Sadie hey, Baby. Y'all. What's going on, Quinn? What's up, Quinn? And I got my other co-host. I mean, y'all know who the fuck I am. That's true, y'all. I don't know why every week he don't want to say his own name. But that's I don't know why. No, that's name. Um, I got my home. I, I got my you homie, know. man, a good friend of mine. Um, Art Johnson joining us in today, man. What's going on, bro? What's How, up? Y'all How y'all doing? Thank y'all for having me. Oh man, thanks for tuning in. I'm sorry because you know black people can't never start on time, bro. Oh, it's all good. Y'all just got me. Y'all just gave me more time to get drunk. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's another way to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, bro? Oh, nothing. Another day in in Naperville. You know how I go out here, man. <laughs> oh shit, the yeah. wife. Yeah, living large in Naperville. God damn, you got somebody with some money on this motherfucker, big dog. Trying to make it. Yeah, I need to get out that with you. Shit, I'm over here on 64th with it. Oh man, bro, I want to start off, man. I appreciate you joining, bro. Appreciate you coming through today. Uh, No problem, no problem. Appreciate you. Man, how so? How how the family, man? How you and the family doing this quarantine, man? Or is you it know, still a quarantine? I don't even know what the fuck we're doing now. Oh, no, the world open. It needs, it needs to open the clubs. That's all. That's the only thing left. <laughs> yeah. I had made a Facebook status. We can loot together. We can juke together. Open everything. Okay. Up. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. Yeah, I guess I ain't got to be the funny guy today, big dog. <laughs> oh, no. You got another comedian over here, man. I ain't even, I ain't, you know, I ain't no real big club person, you know, as y'all know, but. Yeah, you're most How does, whatever. How the scenes on the clubs now, man? Is, is it? Is it? What's to like, it now? It's all the same. Just get you bottles and stand on couches. Ain't nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> As a promoter, I love it. I'm just here to make some money anyway. Facts. Yeah, it facts. is. Yeah, it is. Oh, let's jump. Let's let's jump right into it, man. Because you are a, 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 a um a big club a party promoter. Um. I want you to talk a little bit about that, man. Just tell the people how you, you know, how you, how you got into that and how that started. Oh, it started out south. We used to, uh, when I was in high school, we used to come out south going to Mr. Ricky's, the lake. Mr. Ricky's. Oh, we used to be standing in Damn. line. It was a promoter named Clay. So we used to be standing in line for like 30 minutes. He charged $50 to get in and we in high school. So I just, I just, it just dawned on me like, man, what make him so cool? I can't do this. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Actually, I started doing it myself, and what we nine, ten years later. Mm. What year was that, bro? That was what two oh nine. Hmm. And so you all, so it's, it's longevity then. So these, so you you didn't got you didn't got accustomed to all the ins, ins and outs and oh yeah yeah and yeah. everything. Was it was it was it hard, what is was it a hard transition to, to to get into when you first started? Nah, well. I, my pops, he always was around, like, to put up money for me. So mm-hmm. as long as you can put up your own money, rent out your own spots, it's easy. It's only hard when you, when you can't put up your own money. And you yeah. got to deal with people lying to you, and they got to pay you. But I yeah. always was the person that was paying people, so it always been smooth on my end. Yes. Nice. nice. So you, I know you, I'm pretty sure knowing you, because, like I said, 
you did you you do a lot of I see it all the time and you didn't got a big enough like face now where you were it's you you popping like you jump. I see your your ass all over the flies and shit all the time. Posting yeah, on yeah. Facebook, IG. Uh I know you had a memorial a memorial one Memorial Day bash last last year, I believe. You invited yeah, me, so yeah. I, for, I forgot about that one. Uh, but yeah, man, I, is, is, so is this something as far as like building your relationships with these different club owners? And- oh, yeah, yeah. It's um, club owners, club owners iffy, man. It's like, I didn't came, came back to the suburbs with the smaller clubs where you can actually build a relationship with the club owners. Right. Club in town and all that, they really ain't, they just, they can cancel your night after one bad night, but the club owners out here, they really rock with you. We build friendships out here, so I really don't even want to promote in the city. I can promote the West Suburbs, and I'm good. Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I ain't what even the- out south no more. I'm nah, good. When last time you when last time you did any any, any clubs out south? Out south? I ain't been out south since what? Maybe King of Diamonds, but this in like 2015 though. Mm. Yeah. King of Diamonds. What King of Diamonds what was that's all that was off uh That's on uh on Hosted. Yeah. I'm thinking what other what other what other club I'm thinking of that's right off the expressway shot eh? Can you help me out? Hey, you know what I'm talking about? Hey, I ain't been in clubs in the way I'm older than all y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's oh, funny? Man. I'm gonna tell you something. I've never been to a club. Damn. So you ain't never been to a club, but you just try to you just try to get on me about. I mean, we we had gardens and backyards, but I've never I've never been like that guy. I've, I've never liked being around a bunch of motherfuckers. What about strip clubs? Never been to a strip club. No, Sam tried to get me to go for his birthday, but I told him that just ain't me, bro. That ain't my thing. You married up or something over there? No, brother, I'm a single man, brother. We got the bachelor pad around this motherfucker. Nigga, cap it. cap. He got like a cap. It's only one. It's only one there, woman. There of, some uh, it's, it's only one. It's we only kids right now. Is we it's only, There's so much capping going on. It's, it's on. Hey, it's only one woman I'm interested in. Okay. <laughs> And I got to work for that. So. When the club open back up, I'm gonna. I need to. I separate y'all from everybody. I need food for thought to come. We're gonna get y'all some bottles, and we are gonna separate you from the population. Right. Thank you. I, 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 I do that. I do that. He say he don't like people. I, no, it ain't even that, bro. It's just like, like my experiences with like being around that shit, or the people that I know be around that shit was always. It, it was always bad experiences. Like you know, getting club getting shot up. See, I'm from the project, so, like, big parties mean shooting. You know what I mean? And that just, and I always stayed away from that shit. Like, I've juked that, like, I went to my high school, like, you know what I'm saying, Leo, what what the fuck they used to call that shit back in the day? Not prom, but it's another thing. Uh, Homecoming. Homecoming, yeah, I've done that shit. But other than that, I ain't never been to no motherfucking club. Never. Never wanted to, never desired to, or none of that shit. Just never been me. Is that is that one of the factors you moved to, uh, outside of what you just told us, bro? About you know the the city clubs not being you know or somewhere you could build relationships and shit like that, but you know friendships being you know uh, flimsy. But 
is that a concern as far as the safety and shit like that too? The reason why you moved to the suburb, uh, doing start doing. Nah, it's wild everywhere, bro. The niggas just gonna come to the suburbs. I mean, it's all yeah. the same, really. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess the only difference about the suburbs and the um, city is that I guess um, that phone call can get made and they get that quicker. I guess coming to the suburbs, they think think like maybe the police a little bit hotter. That's like, yeah, oh, yeah. Now, nowadays, it's in everybody's car, so it's just right. I, me as a promoter, though, I just I'm cool. Like most people that come to my parties, I'm hands on. Mm-hmm. I'm promoter and security. I'll be tripping though, start breaking up fights and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna stop that once this current quarantine over. <laughs> you gonna yeah. stop what breaking up fights? Yeah, man. I just, yeah, I gotta listen, you never know. You don't want to get caught in no motherfucking crossfire, fucking around with these goof ass niggas, man. Yeah, I'm gonna stop about that. Yeah, my partner's <laughs> been telling me to stop. They be looking at me like this nigga crazy. Yeah, I mean, you you kind of you a bigger guy though. Shit, I ain't breaking up no fight. Shit, that ain't me, man. Bigger guys be <laughs> shot first. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't recommend you keep trying to get up in between, you know. Uh, <laughs> I'll be seeing you in the gym, though, bro. What, what you mean? Bro, I'll I be in the gym, bro, but I ain't, I ain't, I ain't breaking up no fight, though, bro. Apparently. <laughs> 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 nah, that's what's up, though. But, um, yeah, bro, man, I, going forward, now that this, like, okay, now that they lifting us, our restrictions, how is this going to affect? Your, your business going forward. Oh, it's been a boom going boom. forward. People <laughs> thirsty. Yeah. We finna, the you know, I'm, not, I'm in the suburbs, so we gonna open first. So we we supposed to open June 26th. The city then they're not finna open until like end of July, middle of July. Yeah. So it's 40 50 dollars. It's gonna be we finna make up for everything. <laughs> nice. So you looking at you looking at doing uh you already planning the uh, uh, one already? You got one in the clip already, or? Oh, the owner, owner just waiting on the governor to drop a date. We already locked in. We waiting on the governor. We waiting on Big right. JB to give us the green light. <laughs> <laughs> it's on. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, that's what's up, man. Yeah, I, I'll show, I'll show a love to come to one. Come on, we got the date. We got the date for it. Hey, hey. Hey, he just so said. That, hey, he just said that on some nut shit though. I ain't gonna even hold it. You know, like, I'm like, what's up with buddy ass? Like, oh man, we so got. Love to if come you to can't one. get out the house, if, if you all, uh, you got restrictions over there. Oh uh, yeah, he's he a fucking nut. Oh man, <laughs> he playing the family man game. He right, I'm like, what is he talking about? Right, he, he playing the fam- family man game. Right, you're that's fucking nuts. Now you look capping. So what? There. So what you said? That's a fat, <laughs> so what you said? That's a that's a that's a bad thing. That's a that's a bad thing or something, Troy. Oh no, brother. You know me. I'm just saying you're doing the right thing. I'm proud. Oh, okay. Of you. You, oh, okay. You're lost, I, oh, okay. You, you're lost by the citizens. Keep getting your I mean, citizenship going. Marquis, let's see. Marquis, you got to play it like me. He was at my engagement party, so I'm I'm in it deeper than you. So, but we're not gonna do and give him no pass because no, no, I'm not gonna do it. Nah, nah, nah. I'm just, I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm just me right now. You feel me? Yeah. Whatever that means, yeah. Right. You know? I know what it means. It, it means you're a fucking buster. That's what it means. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. 
Lover nah. boy, that's all right, man. Yeah, whatever, man. But uh, bro, man, that's uh, that's dope, man. Shit you doing? Being uh, what else? What else? What else? You got any other business endeavors, man? You looking to get into as far as you know owning a club? I know. I think I. I think I. We I mean you talked about that before one day. Oh yeah, yeah. Sure. That's the next thing. I gotta yeah. own a bar club. Something about thirty. I can't mm-hmm. be uh, I can't be booking my daughter kid's birthday party. I got to <laughs> be the owner soon. I can't yeah, be out here like these old hair promoters. Right. That's for sure. I respect that. I respect that. You say he can't be booking. Hell no. I can see booking my little brother friend. Like, I know some some old promoters. They've been in the game about twenty odd years, and they still doing them live. They do it almost. They do it at age parties. Yeah, they doing good. Let's see. I mean, I just I just don't want to do that. Yeah, I want to be at own. I'm. I hire them. They come from. They come work at the club. <laughs> you say you putting up on your own dough, though. Fuck that. I feel that, though, man. Shit, that's what we need to do, man. Need to be more honest, man. Fuck that. Exactly. I respect that. No, nah, that's a fact, though, man. But yeah, I, that's something that. Well, I, I, you know, I can't wait, bro. Man, you to talked about it before on the serious, on the more serious. No, I can't wait till you go ahead and, and open that motherfucker up and, and get it started and get it moving. Uh-huh. Yeah, man. That's we gonna get you a job in there, so you come to the club. We just gonna say you at work. Yeah, he can be a little bouncer. <laughs> a little bouncer. He funny as hell. He's kicking knot in the motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't gonna need hoes, you know. Like, bro, yeah, bad Ain't dog. Bad dog, no good. I'll tell you. Boy, you gonna be <laughs> He's gonna be the person that put the stamp on the hand once you pay. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna be the door guy. Yeah, yeah. That little ass yeah. shirt. Oh, check. Oh, check. <laughs> <laughs> the little ass shirt. <laughs> little shirt, little keys over there. <laughs> With his workout gloves on. <laughs> hell no. <laughs> that should have looked funny as hell. <laughs> See, now motherfuckers, get up and let's get it going now. <laughs> Hey, yeah, good. Yeah, good. Say that motherfuckers get up and let me down. Oh, y'all are silly as hell. Hey, you my man's honey game. Hey, man. (laughs) Hey, also, bro, I wanted to I wanted to holler at you, man, about man. You know, you've been real vocal um, about what's going on. Um, shit, these last two weeks, I've you know I've been paying attention to you, and you know what you what you've been having to say, man. A lot of things that you have, you know, been speaking on have been, uh, you know, resonated with me personally. On so you know, um, so I definitely want to get your, your, you know, your, your POV on shit. The, the, the current state we in now, as far as you know, police brutality, racism. You know, like I say that, you know, we <laughs> we make motherfuckers at work really uncomfortable. So I'm pretty sure you've already been at work, being a torment already. Oh, you already know, MAGA. Right, it's MAGA. Yeah, so so man, I, yeah, I want to get your your understanding on that, man. Where you come I mean, from? I, I just I just look at it like said we witnessing the the last generation get bullied. This mm-hmm. generation getting bullied no more. You need mm-hmm. on our neck. We test some shit up. Said. We gonna protest and tear it up. We gonna do the both. We gonna do both of the both of them. Yeah. Man, you just we talked about earlier real for for a brief moment about 
the looting, because you know the looting is something that you know everybody been throwing about, throwing out, trying to make it changing the narrative on what the fuck is really going on. So I want to get your, you know, your your uh, perspective on that too. You said something earlier that was kind of that with me. I mean, I mean, of course it's not the right thing to do, but I mean, we not in the right thing to do climate right now. All yeah. Of it's like, I look at it like when they just looted Naperville the other day. You can see the hurt in these white people's eyes. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, damn. So now if I if I know if I break your window, that that's going to make you care about what I got going on. So you might, step, you might step in there and say, um, next time you see something racist happening, you may be like, nah, I can't even let that happen because they may break my window again. Right, right. Hopefully that's the uh, unintended um consequence of what happens. Yeah, hopefully that's the um hopefully that brings change. Yeah, people see silent protests and ain't did nothing. So hopefully the louder we get, the more I, I'm starting to see um things happen. Like Louisville passed the Breonna Taylor. Um, I mean the Breonna Law. No more no knock uh, warrants and all that type of stuff. Yeah, thing. yeah. So I, I'm starting to see stuff change. I see they just uh, knocked down that uh, Confederate statue in Virginia today. And they, they knocked down one in Connecticut, too. Yeah. So it's, so, it's working. Yeah, no, it's working. What? I want to ask y'all, though, because I don't even think I asked this on the last on our last episode, man. Um, why do y'all feel like this is this one incident just made this drastic change? Like, why is we really kind of moving the bar right now, as y'all see? I think because it's been too consistent mm-hmm. and people are really looking at this shit like, bro, do these people like do motherfuckers really don't give a fuck about black lives? Like, I just really think that people really just tired of the bullshit. Like, cause it's just been too consistent. It's too consistent. You got a dude running down the street, boom, get dead. Two white guys, motherfucker foot on the motherfucking neck. Sandra Blaine, Eric Gardner, Motherfuckers running away, getting shot about eight times. Then you got the brother Laquan McDonald's walking away from a cop with a knife, walking away from a cop. 16 shots. It's no reason to hit somebody with 16 shots. It's just, it just so much shit. All this shit just been too consistent. And I think that's why people are like, hold on, bro. Motherfuckers ain't fit to keep doing all this nut shit. Mm-hmm. I also think to kind of piggyback off what Trey was saying, you have a see here what it is. Before twenty years ago, all this was still happening. It just wasn't recorded. We didn't have access to this type of information. People weren't able to film deaths. It's just now that we're able to see live deaths on television or on social media. And you have that aspect, which is a psychological aspect in itself, which is a trauma. To combine that, then people were just in the house for two months on quarantine. That is also a psychological stress, which is when they were ready to emerge. That's why you saw like dag a spike in just everything, because people they literally had a, a liberty of the freedom of being able to come and go as they please, taken away. Which for some people felt like an injustice, other people understood it, but still, everybody that was in the house, you had people around that were dying, people that were sick, people that were okay. That was a psychological stimulant, if you will say. So you have that combined with being outside and then this this boiling pot that's always, the pot's never been cut off. It's, racism has always been a boiling product in society. So you have that boiling when people come out. It was just an explosion. Because you got to remember, 
this is happening right when we're entering like phase one and phase <clears throat> cities when people are finally being let out. And if this happened, which was a fucking catastrophe, together, I think that just caused this explosion of emotions from a lot of different people. I think that's how you got this this thing where it needed to be something psychologically that took place because we people are saying like, oh, we should have been mad about <coughs> we been mad about <coughs> Kong, we should have been mad about Eric Garner, we should have been mad about Laquan. Well, we were mad, and we've always been mad, but then you add that psychological variable if if you're thinking in a scientific way, whereas emotionally, think about people are in jail when you come out you're different because you have had the right to come and go as you please to come away from you, and that mixed with the worry, the stress, or unemployment. It was so many factors that were involved in this that caused the perfect storm for us to witness this actually happen. I think if we didn't have COVID, I don't know if we would have been at this point to be as full-blown into it. Like, this is something people, we looking at, like, I rode around today, and I was like, wow, look at these neighborhoods. There was people everywhere cleaning them up. Donating food, like it, it, it's it's a definitely a good thing to see. It's definitely a good thing to see what change. But I do honestly feel, and I could be wrong, I do feel like COVID played a part in lighting that extra little little extra gasoline on the flame. Just a little extra gasoline. Yeah. It push. It was extra push. Push. I just feel like I feel like it was the uh, first time that even a white person said it ain't no butt. But Laquan McDonald was butt he had a knife. Sandra Bland, no video. We really don't know what happened. Um, Tamir Rice, but he had a toy gun. Um, on and on. It was all Eric Garner, but but he was resisting. It looked like he was resisting. It was always a but. This is the first time even white people said, but damn, he was on the ground. But damn, he was in handcuffs. But damn, for two minutes, he wasn't moving. It was the first time even white people said, Damn man, like we, we we can't even just stand by and let this happen. I yeah. think it was the first time butt was eliminated. No, nah, that's a good way of looking. I didn't even look at it that way. You said something earlier, bro, with Justin B. I want to bring that bring that back up, bro. About something you said and you felt like you know his uh, Oh, I say Justin B but like the only one who really released a real statement because he said, I got everything from a black person. I got my culture, I got my the way I sing from blacks, the way I dance from blacks. The way I talk from blacks, he basically right. said, black culture made me. So his fans looking at that and said, the black culture made our role model. I mean, black culture made us. So if they, they keep killing black culture, they killing right. what we for. We don't care. Ain't nobody caring about no old white people or no country music. See, we was cool. Yeah. But I am a little touchy because he has those old YouTube videos. I'm about to say we saying nigga. Yeah, I, I, and it's, I'm so conflicted because I do like some of the later music. And that was when he went his, in his boppish stage, TV bopper stage. It's like he, he apologized for it and he did admit it. It's just the fact that you ha- it made me aware that there are probably other people who have that same ideology who love black culture, but will still say those yeah. type of things when they're around people who look like them. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's what he, that's their history. That's who they are, you know. And I, I and I don't give a fuck. And, and and I date white women. And but every every white person in this world has had a racist moment. I don't care who you are, where you come from. If we friends today, 
you've had a racist moment. Period. If you got mixed kids, you've had a racist moment. I, I agree. No, yeah, we um. I'm sorry. What would you say, bro? No, I said I agree with you. Uh, I was gonna say, what's that other bitch name that was all on our dick at first? I think it was Hannah Montana type shit. What's her name? Uh, Taylor Swift. Yeah. No, no. you talking about Miley Cyrus. Oh, Miley Cyrus. Okay. Yeah, boy. And she tried to clown black. I wish she would try to go off on, you know, and say some shit. She is she one of them too, though. Like she one of them. She told, like she uh, wrote in the article that she she she's a white woman and that she doesn't want to really be people to see her as black culture. That's the fucked up thing about her. Like, and I I remember reading that. That was a long long time ago, and I really thought she was down for the culture. You know, what I'm saying twerking on stage and shit like that. But when that when that white girl got to come out. And them white people want to see that white Miley Cyrus, and this goes back to Justin Bieber and all that shit. They will always show their hand. They might, they may give us credit. They may say all, you know, we love black culture, but I feel like they will always pull that motherfucking white card at any, at, at any given, at yeah. any given. Yeah, that. But Miley Cyrus, you see, when her uh, when her daddy got that Old Town Road remix, she tried, she came back around saying, uh. Thank you to black culture. Like she really said something of that sort. Like she basically can't start talking that same old talk again. Cause they know without her, her daddy wasn't gonna have no other number one song without like without the old town road shit. Mm. What do y'all Aki Breaky Heart? <laughs> What'd she say? When his last song, Aki Breaky Heart? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Aki Breaky Heart. My heart. <laughs> <laughs> how do y'all feel about how do y'all feel about because i um they was criticizing kanye the other day you know just him being supportive of trump and things he then of course we know the things he said with slavery as a choice and like that and i know floyd too floyd you know um reached out and paid for the, the, the services of George Floyd. And you know, a lot you know, I was just seeing a lot of people having mixed feelings about them. That's why I want to ask y'all how do y'all feel about it because of their views on a lot of things, you know, prior to this situation with especially like with you know with uh with Floyd being a Trump supporter and Kanye as well. You know what I'm saying? So Well I think personally that with Floyd, I, I love Floyd. You know, as a fighter, that's that's my nigga. But as a man, I'm tired of Floyd feeling like he can throw a couple of dollars around and that's standing for the black community. Mm -hmm. It's really sad because Floyd is really an icon. And people don't really realize that. I don't think, but, but it's because of how he is, though. The yeah. type of fuck he is. You know, like Floyd really is one of the, like he's the greatest ever, bro. The, the great and like I like I, and all that shit and what he's but like Floyd walked that walk in the ring, and for him to not stand for black people or thinking that he can just throw a couple of dollars around and he made a statement is why Floyd would never be considered a fucking icon. 
because he just don't have it in him. Same like MJ is one thing. He he changed the game in a whole nother way. But I think if Floyd would have actually stood for something, he would have been bigger than what he really is to the black community, even into the world. That few dollars that he sent is it's typical Floyd Mayweather shit. You think he can buy some respect from the from the culture with some money? Why you don't say nothing? Release a statement. Just say something. Stand for black people one time. You know what I'm saying? And as far as Kanye, I think Kanye's sick. I ain't gonna lie to you. So I don't really like get caught up into the shit that Kanye be saying because I think ever since his mother passed, I think that he has totally lost sight of everything. So I don't even want to talk about his cool ass. Well, I'm saying my I want to. I just want to know, like, my overall question is: Should the things that they said in the past reflect on or be criticized? Should they be ridiculed about what they're doing right now? Absolutely, because it's all bullshit. Because mm. nobody released it. Motherfucker go on TV and talk about Trump and what Trump has and shit, but ain't nobody talking about the Floyd shit. Motherfucker think they gonna just throw a couple of dollars in there and that's it. Fuck them. Fuck them. They ain't never been for the Well, Kanye was at one point, but Floyd ain't never been for the coach. Never. I, I feel like America, I feel like the one thing that every white person, every, not every white person, no certain thing is every and all. But white people, they hate a nigga, but they hate more than a regular nigga, the sellout nigga. So in they eyes, a sellout nigga sell me out. If he sell out his own people, he'll sell me out. Just like how they just fired Jason Whitlock off FS1. He was Damn. doing all. Yeah, he gone. They fired him. He was doing all. Y'all still there? Nah, we still here, bro. Yeah. Okay, he was doing all that chucking and jiving, yeah. trying to make sure he make sure he walked the tight rope and. Not say the wrong thing, and he still got fired. So yeah. the white America, they don't like that sellout shit. I'm pretty sure Adidas called Kanye and say, Kanye, there's some new shit going on out there, Kanye. You can't, <laughs> you, you can't keep you can't keep pulling that shit, bro. They, they at All the right. point where they go, they gonna stop messing with you. These All new right. kids ain't playing. Mm-hmm. He saw a couple, I feel like he saw a couple of Adidas get stole. He said, yeah, he saw a couple of Yeezys get stole. He said, Let me go um remind them that I still got a little bit of the old me still in there. Right. You deal with Floyd, it ain't that Floyd don't say nothing. He just always say stupid shit. Like when yeah. we were boycotting Gucci, he went and bought out the Gucci store. So I just feel like, yeah, man, the way Floyd, man, work, I wouldn't be surprised if he donated that money because him and dude had the same last name. Huh? Oh, I don't know. Right. <laughs> 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 yeah, that, because like, like I said, I've been seeing that all in, in the news. Um, this week, man, even with even with Oprah and Gail, because you know, of course, they came at them too for not standing up or saying something in this time. And my thing is, like, I don't just want to jump to conclusion about first our celebrities. Cause I don't really give a what they doing. Like, I don't know why people so just so in tune about why this why this person haven't said anything. Or I mean, it, I feel like if they doing the work behind the scenes, like how they spoke about, it, and you got different parts of you know, of war. So if they doing, if they doing their part, then so be it. But uh, I think like, like we live in this age, we live in a social media age where you have to, people want to see you. People want to see you say something. And if you don't, if people don't see you say anything, then you dismiss. Like, oh, you canceled now. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, they tried to get Trina the fuck out of here this week. You know what I'm saying? Well, I feel like it ain't even that if you don't say something, but it's if you got something to say when something's going against us, but yeah. now all of a sudden you ain't got nothing to say for us. Now right. it's like, God damn, I understand walking the middle, but you just yeah. picked the side. Right, right, right. Like, if, like oh, Kanye West, he can say make America great again all he wants. But I think somebody called him and said, all right, Kanye, you've been real outspoken. We need you to um go donate some money, go rebuild some business, go do something. Yeah. Now you, go, you go back to MAGA later. Because right now I feel like he hadn't behind Kim doing so much of the good work right now. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't get into motives and all that. She she blessing people, so let her, let her bless people. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. He's doing so much good work right now, so he, he can hide behind her, but he talks so much. So he had to do something. He couldn't be quiet. He had to show his face. But them Yeezy sales was gonna drop. Right. Yeah. That's a like I say, man, you know, like they tried to get Trina the hell up out of here. She was all I don't know, man. People people <laughs> What got me with Trina is that she was so fired up on the radio. She was. She was. Like, I'm ready to date Miami. Like, whoa. The whole city now. Whoa. Yeah. And then she said statements that was like, oh, I'm not worried about being stopped by the police because I got my license, my insurance, and my registration. Uh, so this thing <laughs> So you just like her mindset. I think she is living in her own world that she had been living in for mm-hmm. like years because until love and hip hop, we weren't even really thinking about training. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, nobody can have no conversations about them other than her and Kia getting into it every now and then over songs, but other than that, there was nothing. So she feels though now her voice, you know, I'm lifted up. I'm a queen. Y'all gotta respect me. If I say something, it's like she has a false sense of security with her celebrity. And so I think she thought that what she was saying because maybe people in her circle yeah. maybe express similar thoughts. But that's why you have to talk to different people. Who, you can't only talk to people who think like you. You'll never grow. You'll no, never expand your mind. So she's only been surrounding herself to me with the same people who either are afraid to disagree with her or just mindlessly follow her. Because yeah. somebody should have talked, like, well, Trip was trying to tell her, but I guess they didn't have that conversation before they got on the radio because he kept trying to save the girl. He's like, well, what about the she? No. I'm like, wow, you are, me as a black woman, I am so embarrassed right now of your ignorance because you have not even took the time right. to what this man is saying to you. Right. So focus on you thinking you are right and this idea of how you live your life that this is how the world is and it's just not that. So I think the process of that is why they want to cancel it. And I'm just like, wow. Like any and it's like anybody that's crying over materialistic things, yeah. Replace that. You yeah. can't replace a life. I said that before, like, hey, I know some good people I think that deserve to come back so we can replace a life, miss the hell out of them. But you can't come back, not in that body, not in that form, and not at that time. Yeah, so mine. I'm thinking like, how could you be so upset about the Gucci store? People have businesses. We understand that, but there have been so many Black lives lost, and I think that's what Trick was trying to convey to her and say yeah. to her. It wasn't. She was. She was. She was missing it. She was doing yeah. the makeup. She was not. She wasn't having it. And I, we can't have her now. Like now, you knocked yourself down off the status you had just socially built yourself way up to. Yeah, that's because people used to getting that pass like. I, that that then that past generation was the past generation. This generation ain't giving you no passes. Mm-hmm. Ain't no pass. Like, celebrities used to being able to say what they want to say, and it's okay because I'm I'm a celebrity now. Everybody like, 
shit. I guess we can live without. We've been in quarantine for four months. We realize we can live without a lot of shit. We can mm-hmm. live without live without you too. Yeah, you know something I noticed too that I, I want to speak on is that with the with the backlash, like like the Trinas, like the Drew Brees, right? Um, when you say shit like that and you say it from the heart, like you were just saying, Shadi, like like Trina was sold on what she was saying. Like whenever Trick tried to, you know, like when Trick was explaining himself, she okay, okay, and like like you said, it's like there was no room for any type of growth. You didn't want you wasn't even trying to understand what I was telling you in order for you to dissect that information. But my thing is when you say something like that, and now that you have backlash from what the fuck you just said, it's like I feel like don't double back on what you said because of the backlash you get. You know what I'm saying? Be real on that. If you stay, if you feel that way, if you you felt that way. I feel like I feel like it's I feel like it's 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 not genuine. Or it's like it's like inauthentic when you, now you'd be like, you know what? I really meant that, but this motherfuckers on my ass. I gotta apologize. Right. Like, no, nah, bro. Like that, that like, like the apology from Drew Brees was so what they say, it was so patriotic. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was just so so white America. It was just like, bro, you really meant that, bro. You know what I'm saying? Shit, he, he he heard about it for, for what? That what Cap Neal in 2016? Yeah. He, yeah. Everything he said, he knew that he knew that people ain't agree with that shit. He was around then. He was watching Sports Center and the people Shannon Sharp and them arguing on behalf of him. Right. So it's only one real person in the United States that don't bag, that don't bite his tongue, and that don't do nothing. That's your goddamn president. He the only right. one who gets to say what he wanna say and don't gotta say sorry. Say what he wanna <laughs> say, bro. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and and people follow and they digest it. Hey, you right, you right. And it's like <laughs> now, motherfuckers want to. I, I I hate that shit though, especially like even when um I was having a conversation with um about Big Fangio, his comments about he don't see no, he didn't see any discrimination in NFL. Like, come on, bro, you can't you can't say you just can't say ignorant shit like that and expect for it to. Somebody to you know to reach somebody and be like oh you right you, you might you know I think he right like, no he's not like, like we, Cap just proved to you that th- this is why he's doing it and still you say well I don't feel like there's no discrimination in the NFL y'all didn't blackball hella people Cap Michael Sam because he was you know saying homosexual like so it's just like bro I, I don't I don't know I and mean, I think me and you talked about it earlier too in the NFL bro now it's time to like. They want to be in solidarity with us and the black community and black lives. Matter. Okay, now y'all gotta y'all gotta show us now. You know but let's not forget the only reason why these corporations want to be in solidarity. They don't give a fuck. Yeah, I, that's it's what I'm saying. So I feel like it's a, it's a trend. It's just these white motherfuckers doing it now. So now everybody want to say sorry. Yeah, you know how, how 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 much of a fool the NFL look like for coming out with that statement and on brutality and police. They look like fool because that's all the fuck Colin Kaepernick was trying to fucking say. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only fucking thing he was saying in protest. And now these mother, oh yeah, I see. Fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> that's why uh, I saw a sign at a protest that said, damn, what that shit said? It said, privilege is getting opportunities. To- Privilege is getting an opportunity to understand racism and not experience it. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a Straight fact. up. Straight up. That's a fact, man. 
Straight Queen. What you got? You got what you got for us this week? I got y'all something. You know, we gonna go back <laughs> in the middle, but light and heavy at the same time. If you want to go that way with me, but um, I just want to know what is your favorite thing about being black? Mm. Who answering first? Go ahead. I'll, I'll, either one of y'all can jump yeah. in. Favorite thing about. My favorite, about, my favorite thing about being black is just um, it's a lot. What's my favorite? <laughs> yeah, I got to fly. I can't uh, even narrow that shit down. <laughs> shit, I'm sitting there thinking like, fuck. Right, well, what are your favorites? Okay, since, since I since I have, since I live in like an area where my favorite thing is just always being down there, the person is not not the same as everybody else. Like, well, in Naperville and, like, working at the post office, Marquise knows, shit, we don't talk to nobody that look like us. So it's, we, uh, them seeing us is they privileged throughout the day because they ain't going to see us that many times throughout the day. Mm-hmm. They can look at us it's a joy to see us. Uh, yeah, for, go ahead, Keith. No, no, I was just going, I was just, um, I was just going up the way Art just said, yeah, we the shit. Yeah. Um, for me, my favorite thing about being black is that it's 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 weird to say this, but I love the fact that everybody hate us because they ain't us. <laughs> I love that because the motherfuckers that hate you the most is the motherfuckers that really want to be you. They want to walk like you, talk like you, dress like you, sing like you, eat like you. And I love that. I love the fact, I just love how black people are. I love how we can, like if I see Sade walking down the street and I go like this and she go like this and we just spoke. I love that we just have our own fucking just everything, bro. We could be fucking lights off, gas off. Pull that motherfucking grill out in the motherfucking backyard. Mm-hmm. And motherfucking put 10, 15 people back there and be the happiest motherfuckers on earth. And white people be walking past like, why are these niggas so happy? They ain't, they ain't got nothing. They ain't got nothing. Ah, uh, he's like, <laughs> I'm like, I love that shit, man. I love that, man. It's like, I'm because they know who we are, bro. They know who we are, and we got to know who we are. And I think the best thing about being black is that they hate us because they ain't us, and they want to be us so bad. And they trying to figure out why their kids love us so much. They, oh, <laughs> my God, bro. I know there's a lot of conversations going on right now. Oh, just tell me, tell me what about them makes you just want to go. You just want to go Damn. out there and hate Black Lives Matter signs. Why? Oh my god! <laughs> they like I saw a sign that said, that, uh, "Your white women love every inch of us." <laughs> Why don't y'all? What about two keys? I know, I know, I know. You know what? Uh, you want me to jump in while you get yourself together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Go jump in, jump in. <laughs> <laughs> we here, we here. <laughs> um, so I would say one of my favorite uh, things about being black is that 
we come in so many varieties. <laughs> Talk to them, Saturday. <laughs> Talk to them. Talk to them. I'm trying. We come, we, uh, we come in so many different varieties. You got the darkest chocolate that you want to just lick all of the the lightest of the just a hit, just a little dab, a little sprinkle of melanin, call them cinnamons. You know what I'm saying? All of that and then be clean. And then we come in different shapes and sizes and it's something about us that's for everybody. <laughs> small and petite and athletic, you can have that. You want something a little more, little more love and a little more pushing in the oven, you can have that. And then we have this sense of, of proudness to be who we are when we're within ourselves. You know, mm-hmm. it's other people who try to make us ashamed of who we are. But we're naturally a prideful people. And the variety of it, just the, from the kinkiest of hair to the, we, I mean, we can look like anything. We can make, a, literally, we can be, look like any other race that can look like us. Like there are people who are in, was it Southeast Asia, that have Afros. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we have this variety that we can just have planted seeds in every orifice on this earth. And they gonna look like us. <laughs> Predominant <laughs> people, you know what I'm saying? I think it is so beautiful that we just exist. Like just, I mean, we what like our shades of browns or yellow? That's a fact. Girl, you don't even understand. You just fired me up with that shit. That shit make you want to... <laughs> bro, you don't understand, bro. We dominate. Nigga, if you mix a white, a, a black woman with a white man, oh. that baby gonna be black, nigga. <laughs> fuck is you talking about? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we just... Dominate, what you say? What you say? Slavery. The back then they called it trying to break us down. But you got Ooh. any black in you, you black. But now they just made us even more strong. And they want to be us. They want to dress like us. They want to fuck us. They want to do everything. <laughs> Paul, <Fuck>. right? <laughs> Lord, not. I'm sorry. I, I just, <laughs> I get passionate. He about to call some vanilla, right? <laughs> <laughs> he about to call hey, it. I got a, hey, I ain't going to need hold you up, big dog. I got vanilla on, on the menu. Oh, shit. Different, different flavors, different toppings. I ain't going to need hold you, big dog. <laughs> I ain't gonna even hold you, bro. I I I, I put I I I'd like sprinkles. <laughs> no doubt about it. I ain't gonna he did all that damn yelling about me. I like sprinkles. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga was. Hey, 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 we gonna kill we gonna kill racism. One mix maker. <laughs> He about to have some yelling Black Lives Matter. Hey, yo. hey, look, I got it on the menu. I'm telling you now. Yeah, yeah, that nigga was just tied up. Well, that nigga was out for the okay. revolution. Just say, yeah, I, I, I got me a, yeah, I got a. <laughs> oh, yeah, they love that shit. Hey, y'all. 
God, ain't that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I swear to God, bro. Hey, I'm just I feel like you be trolling sometimes, bro. I, <laughs> I do not be, be trolling. trolling on the podcast. Ow. I do not be trolling. Okay, I'm be quiet. Okay. Oh, That's my man. baby. I love her, bro. No, you know man. Um, in the end, it's gonna be. I'm gonna be with the black skin, and it might be us. Yo, uh, but we gonna move on from that. Art, no, it, just so you know, he just say shit like that. <laughs> oh my god, man. Um. I, I think I love most about us is our, our authenticity. Got to be our creativity, man. You know, um, like we the, we the most dopest creators that's, you know, ever touched the earth. Shit. Uh, we are the superior race, like Sade was saying, man. So, you know, oh, our, our, our authenticity, man. You know, the culture, just, um, shit. I, we the shit, man. I, that's all I got. That's all I really can say. You know, obviously they imitated. They imitated and you know try to, you know, kill us off and and and, and take from us. And so, our authenticity is what I love most about us, man. I think that's the that's me personally. That's my that's my go to. That's what I see every day with it. Just the podcast, within just whether it's journalism, whatever the shit, everything. Usually, like you, oh, motherfuckers, take it from us. It, whether it's music. Music, definitely. Um, with this comedy, everything, man. It, like I say, well, we did, we did. One for try to imitate us and steal our shit and, and create it. And I didn't even know what's so crazy. Just, just uh, talking about authenticity. I didn't even know. Uh, Friends was a a knockoff from In Living Single. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even know that. So you know what I'm saying. So now, now I'm just like, and that's why I brought up like just like content, music, everything, man. It's like, and it, you know, we pretty sure we know. Uh, you know, uh, we all know something that they just stole from us. White people just stole from us to try to make it, take it. But shit, even Little Richard, Little Richard, R.I.P. would definitely let you know, tell you. Every chance he got, that's what he. Uh, they stole from me. They just watch it. So um yeah man I didn't even, like I said I didn't even know that and when I heard it, I'm like damn why that's crazy so yeah authenticity man is is what I love most about us it's big dog Troy go on here man go ahead go into your segment man hey man you ain't presented your segment bro you don't present your segment no more bro oh man it's Troy's point of view yeah I mean I want to talk basically I want to talk about I want to get this a question basically. What are things that you're willing to forgive in a relationship? Right. And what are some things that you're not willing to forgive in a relationship? What are some things I'm willing to forgive? And what are some things I'm not willing to forgive? Mm-hmm. This is that's personal. A, that's a well, true question. I'm going to talk, talk about my shit. Okay. And I'm going to tell the truth today, but y'all go ahead. Uh, no. man, that's a tough. Like it's common sense. I feel like it'll be damn near the same consensus all around the board. Like no lying, no cheating, um, no manipulation. I mean, that's what, you said, what, what would you willing to forgive? Yeah, could you like put it like this? I'm gonna narrow it down. If a motherfucker cheated on you, would you be able to forgive? 
if you really wanted to? Um, it, it depends on how, how honest I've been in a relationship. <laughs> so, so that means you ain't been honest. <laughs> hey, hey, I, I swear, I I swear around, she's I'm like my twin, mad. bro. No, she's no. like my twin, G. I'm telling you, bro. That's the same way I see that shit. Go ahead. Yeah, like if I know I've been fucking up and I ain't been 100, like, <laughs> like why why would I get that mad? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, if you really want to be the person, you know you've been doing some shit. Sometimes you got to have an awkward conversation with yourself. So, <laughs> I've been fucking up. If this person fuck up, who am I to be like, you know, I can't, you know what I'm saying? I can't rock you. Like, now you playing a role. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, really just, right. You're not really being honest with yourself or that person. But if I've been 10 toes right. down, and honest, and and y'all know how I've talked on the podcast before, how thorough I am when I am in a relationship. If I if I'm in a relationship, not dating you, in a relationship, if you do those things where it's like cheating, and cheating requires a bit of lying, and lying requires a bit of planning. So I feel like if you're doing all of that to enjoy some time with somebody else, for me, it's an ego thing for me. I'm like. Why would you want time with anybody else? I could be like eight different chicks if you want me to be like, what's up? So I would be very upset if you went and sought that out. But at the end of the day, is that something I could forgive? Only if I haven't, if I, if I <laughs> do it. <laughs> but if I haven't, and I've been giving you the type of respect you deserve as a man, as being right. a man, having you lead me and being, right. and being supportive to you and being there, if you break that trust, because really, the biggest thing it boils down to for me is trust. Once you break my heart, it's like I can't trust you with it anymore. Right? Yeah. Nope. But if you if you somehow manage to not tiptoe that line and go that far, we can repair it. But if you go that far, and I've seen multiple accounts of you willing to lie to me, which makes you lose all credibility anyway. So how mm. can I love you? And I'm not going to subject me or you to continue a situation. When I know that I can't trust you and I'm not willing to forgive. So nice. Great fucking answer. So that was that that's that's what yours was too, Troy. Yours the same thing with Shade just said? That's how you felt? Well, for me, yeah, because like like I I was in a situation where I called a motherfucker up and I, I played now I did some bogus shit where I like I played like I cared. You know what I'm saying? I and I really wished I cared. You know what I mean? And I, I made it like, I'm, I I feel bad now because I had a motherfucker crying, booing. It was crazy, you know what I'm saying? And I've been cheating on this bitch since I met her. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's like, I, I that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like, for me, I could forgive you because I know I ain't shit. I know I ain't shit. I know that I'm, I know from the day that I met you, I was thinking about another bitch. Even if I wanted to talk to you right then and there, I was I was probably with another bitch or having another bitch coming over that same night. Just wanted to get your number so I can add you to the list. So that's the number one thing for me. Like, I, I could forgive you if I'm on bullshit, but if I'm not on bullshit, I can't. Are you, it's not, there's nothing that you could, because like she said, honesty, you know, I, I own a lot of bitches. I tell them the truth. Bitch asked me, like, when it come down to it, if a bitch asks me, I'm going to tell them other bitches are involved. But uh, that's the number one thing with me. I can forgive you if I'm fucking around. Bottom line. If I'm not, fuck you. Eat a motherfucking dick. 
Okay. What about okay. you? You you a sucker, so I know you can forget. <laughs> <He's talking about laughs> you ain't you know you a sucker. You in love, so come on, give me your shit. I can't wait to hear this bullshit. He gonna give you the most clean fucking ass in the world. Oh yeah, it depends on if we can work on it. You know, I can never just beat on anyone and not be with him. Don't give us that bullshit you be still. Come on, Marquis. I know you, nigga. <laughs> I know you know me. I wasn't about to give you no. I wasn't about to give you no BS, man. I was just gonna say, uh, you said what? What are some things I can forgive, and what are some things I can't? Nah, well, but but basically, I narrowed it down. Can you forgive a motherfucker cheating? I mean, yeah, I can. I have before. Yeah, I can. Oh my god, I knew it. <laughs> yeah, I can. Why did you forgive? Cause I was don't cheating, say because yeah. you got a good heart and because <laughs> I was cheating. That's what I just bro. told don't you, bro. Don't fuck with me, nigga. I just I told you, bro. I'm on Pulaski right now. Don't fuck with me, bro. I just told <laughs> you, bro. Because I was cheating. That's why I forgave. Why? I just you told you because I was cheating. Yeah. Okay. Uh, have you ever forgave a woman and you wasn't cheating? Oh, my God. I'm about God. to No, nah, I ain't. To, to be honest with you, bro, I only, only caught, I only caught my ex like a couple times, gee. Was you being was, good to I was one girl, though. I ain't caught that many women. Women don't get caught cheating like that, bro. Shit. They, they don't, don't get, get caught cheating, bro. They got to be, you got to, you got to be like, you really got to be like extra thirsty to catch them to really catch. I don't be, I don't be, I ain't, my yeah. energy ain't, ain't there. Right. Because right. I don't want to get myself right. away from cheating, so I ain't going to try right. to go. Because if you, if one thing about a woman, <laughs> if you catch her, that just got the green light on her ass to inbox <laughs> any bitch that may be your friend on Facebook. <laughs> on yeah, thing, bro. But no, no, on, on, on the more serious note, no, I don't, I feel like, shit, I feel like, I think we talked about this before, like, uh, one thing I can't forgive is, like, uh, uh, what did we say, damn, what did we talk about? Like, if, if your girl go out and get an STD or some shit like that, like, that's some yeah, shit we talked about STD. Yeah, yeah, that's some shit that you, or get pregnant. We talked about getting pregnant last, I think, yeah. last week. Like two weeks ago. Yeah. yeah, we talked about that. You missed that, but yeah, like, shit like that, no, you just can't, that, that's, I'm gone. You know, I'm out of here, but. I can't forget that, but uh. So you wouldn't take care of the baby if it wasn't yours, if she got pregnant. <laughs> no, I'm not taking care of no bro. I got two kids. Why I'm gonna take care of extra one for if it ain't mine? I just thought she was a good man like that, Keith. You know how you come off. You know you come off. You know how you come off, Big Keith. You Troy, know, Troy, 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 the savior of women, Keith. You know, Troy, we, Troy, <laughs> Troy. I'm a. <laughs> hey man, I'm all right. What's your uh, what's your take on it, right? Hey, 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 look, Keith. Let's get this shit clear, cause I think you be want to say some shit. And I don't want to say that, bro. That's on, a, that's, on, that's on, off the podcast. Let me, let me explain this shit. <laughs> let me explain this shit to you. Any any situation I'm in, bro, I'm getting some out of it. Always remember that, okay? I, I guess, bro. Fuck uh, yeah. <laughs> Whatever that means. All right, man. What's your what's your take on <laughs> what's your take on it, bro? I ain't gonna even lie to you, bro. I've been with the same girl since I was, what, 18. Damn. Oh, How old are you? I'm 28. Oh, shit. Sorry. Yeah, my class, I don't know how many, whoever, this, to everybody that's watching this podcast, 
in my eyes, she perfect to me. So if she did do something, don't tell me. If she if I do find out, I got a ride because I lost because it ain't perfect to me no more. Mm-hmm. He said it ain't perfect. Yeah, that shit ain't. So basically, ain't what same. he said is, if another motherfucker you have you, I don't want you. I respect yeah. that. I mean, we didn't built up the. Well, she didn't build it up to me as the. Uh, either she been like FBI inspector gadget, never get caught, or she really as perfect as I think she is. And I don't even want to know if she ain't perfect. And then. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I said, bro. That's why I just said, bro. You don't. We don't even get that much energy, right? I mean, Hell I don't. Yeah. A Hell lot of. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm not personally trying to see who you like. I, that's just not me. But, but I'm a little toxic. I like the whole bitches accountable. <laughs> <laughs> you a little toxic. A little, just a little. Uh. Just a little bit, big dog. Well, you a lot toxic. <laughs> no, I, I, I never be toxic to you. I never be toxic with you. I never be toxic with you. But it's, all, it's also a double standard. Should I do anything for you? It is a double standard. It is because I'm pretty sure if you was to ask her that question, she'd say she forgave a lot. But as life said, I'm a boy. I ain't make the rules. They did. But, but, women, are, but women are strong. <laughs> women are strong enough to forgive cheating. Men not. Men, not, yeah. men are not. That's uh-huh. just keeping it. Uh-huh. That's just keeping. That's so. real, Sade. That's real. Because so. I'm, I'm trying to say, coming from somebody who's in a situation where it's, and y'all know I talked with y'all about this off air, whatever. It's like it was a lot to try to conform because it was so many lies to protect what they were doing. It's not the actual cheating. Sometimes the act can be forgiven. The energy put into hiding the act and the lying is frustrating enough because you lost credibility as a partner. On if I could believe and trust what you're saying, it depends on the man and his amount of truth and honesty he can confront in the situation. I think. So you believe? So you believe if it like you believe an accident then basically? Well, here's the thing. I understand that <coughs> when when we meet each other, we're not going to only be always forever attracted to just each other. You can look, but you don't need to like. It's what my okay. thing. That's my model. Like I get you may be attracted to other people, but that could be a conversation between you and yourself, maybe your friends. But nothing where it needs to be obvious where I catch on to something. When we catch on to something, a lot of times y'all already been doing it. Mm-hmm. We, yeah. we just get a sense of something because of the whiff. So my thing is this when it comes to cheating, what you're doing to, if you go so far to where you actually committed the act, you got to backtrack. Because mm-hmm. when people, like, I call myself the CSFBI, baby. I'm going to find out stuff. All I need is a name. If they got a social media footprint, I will find them. <laughs> you say more. If he liking too many pictures, you know it's something. Huh? It ain't, it, I'm talking about, baby, I'm going through search history. I want to out too much more. I want to get out too much more. But my sisters, I, I got y'all ladies. I ain't going to get them too much more. But at the end of the day, you won't believe how much social media has played a role on relationships now. On you everything. Know, a lot of things that you're doing can be traced. It can be found. On and everything. Attention is, a, is, a, is pretty much like a commodity now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At the end of the day, if he decides to go down that road, and I and I, I even said this to my daughter, I said, I know you're going to lie to me. I know you're going to lie to me. But here's the thing. You better be damn good at it. Because if you don't, it's going to be hell to pay. Mm-hmm. See, I'm like, Dre, lie to me, make it sound good. 
If that's what you're be good at it. But if you're not good at it, if you're not on the level, if if I was to do it, you wouldn't even have no idea. You would be just puddle in my hand if I was gonna do it. I mean, I need that type. I want to be blindsided, like, bitch, I had no idea. Like, that's what I want to do. And you out there, and I'm you, I consistently catch you lying to me. So you just it get caught and you just want to tell you the truth and then you good. It I didn't say that, Keith. I don't simplify with your look cap. <laughs> what I said was was that if it comes out to that point, we need to be able he needs to be able to have a certain amount of honesty with me because a lot of times we already know. We just want you to be I able just want to that reassurance. That's all. That's it. And then, and That's it's it. not, I mean, the conversation won't always be about confirmation, but the conversation does need to be about understanding. You know, we have an understanding of what made you get there. What is it that you feel like you were missing or lacked or needed? If there was anything, maybe it was nothing I could have done. Maybe do, it's you. Do y'all, let me ask y'all this real quick. Do, do y'all feel like, do you feel like when you're in, like, art, for instance, right? You've been in a long-term relationship for 10 years. Now, out of those 10 years, y'all went through y'all ups and downs. Y'all been seen everything, then been through everything, everything up under the sun, right? And it gets to a point where a level of, like, a sense of normalcy kicks in to where it's, like, either one, if y'all become content to a, to a point where it's like, shit, I'd have been with you for so long. Why I don't need to change it like that, and then like us as men, I feel like sometimes, and I ain't gonna justify. I'm not even gonna justify cheating, but I do feel like sometimes motherfuckers might want to go there just for for to to make a point. Like this is the reason why I did the reason the reason why I did this was because of I wasn't I was like you wasn't doing this or I wasn't getting this or. You know what you I'm don't saying? need to be with you. Don't need to be with them if you got to prove points in a relationship. But but listen though, you don't need the, to be with them. But this person. is what I'm saying, bro. Because it, it happens on both on, on both ends though. Like women sometimes go out and okay, I was and I a, a woman will go out and be like, okay, well I was entertaining him or I went out with him because I wasn't getting this at home. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I'm saying. As and from a man's perspective, if we was to do it, or if we do, is it wrong for us to go out? And do the same thing if we weren't happy in our current relationship. Or, I mean, whatever. I mean, you just gotta tell her. I feel like, I feel like if you tell her and you keep telling her over and over again, and you tell her, shit. Then, well, it still ain't no excuse because shit. Well, if you tell her and she don't do it, you might as well just leave her, shit. Cause she ain't making right. the effort. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like that means she ain't into you. Yeah, basically. That means she not into making you happy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and that's my biggest thing, like with with my my long relationship. I had to get to a point where I I'm like, bro, like if a motherfucker can't see me, G, like if they can't see me and see what I'm feeling and understanding where I'm coming from and can't look themselves in the mirror, then they, they don't deserve me. Now motherfuckers like, oh shit, I see you now, but it might be too late. You know what I'm saying? So like I'm, you know, I, I I know what you mean, Marquise. I see what you're saying, but if a motherfucker ain't putting effort into trying to like really change and make you happy, bro, and I ain't saying that you're going through this on a personal level. I'm just saying, speaking in general, right? If a motherfucker can't do that shit, bro, and you know I've been through, Marquise, mm-hmm. you know I've been through. If a motherfucker can't see you, gee, sometimes moving around is the best thing for you. Even though you know what I'm saying. 
even though it hurt. It's like, the best, like it's the best thing for you because motherfuckers always get the picture when 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 we ain't around. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And 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 but it be too late. Like I said, I'm dealing with a situation mm-hmm. right now where it might just be too late. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it might be. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I will personally be the person that would be like, you know what? Especially if it's a serious relationship. If it's a bitch I done met five months and we've been dating, okay, all right, bitch. You do whatever. You know, I got other hoes. But if it's somebody you've been with eight years, ten years, four, five years, and it's a serious relationship, then you might want to take some time to see what makes you happy. And that's what I had to learn now. Like, I had to learn that I'm going to be okay without a motherfucker. Because sometimes we be scared to lose a motherfucker because we comfortable and we want to be with them and we don't want nobody else to have it. Yeah, motherfuckers just be scared to start over. That's what it really is. Yeah, and that is scary. That is scary. But I, I, like I told a motherfucker, I told you, I told a motherfucker, I told you this personally. I told my ex, I said, look, are you sure you want this? Because I chased you once. I ain't going to do it twice. And I told her, as you better ask my daughter's mama, I ain't going to chase you twice. And ever since I ain't chased that motherfucker twice, I've been getting birthday cakes, balloons, cards, all kind of shit, bro. But it shouldn't take for a motherfucker to stop chasing you for you to realize how valuable they are in, in your life. When a motherfucker there, bro, and a motherfucker taking care of like, I'm going to be real, bro. When I'm down for you and I fuck with you, I'm an incredible man. No cap. But when you cross me and you make me feel like fuck you, it's fuck you. A motherfucker shouldn't have to leave you for them to realize or cheat on you for them for, to, to try to prove a point to them for them to realize, oh, this person's a good man. I don't care what situation it is. Period. That's how I'm coming. And this is just personal shit that I've dealt with in a marriage, my nigga. Like in a marriage. Motherfucker never put me first. Always made me feel like <clears throat> that I was last. You know what I'm saying? Never just, it, it wasn't even no cheating shit. It was you just like, like the Tyler Perry on why do I want to get married, character. No, <laughs> seriously. No, it wasn't even, no, seriously. But it just was never, it was, it was just a motherfucker just didn't think about me. Like, it was fuck Troy in the end. Yeah. Now it's fuck you. And now motherfucker panicking and trying to put some shit together now. Want to come over on your bird, all kind of shit. But it, it might be too late. So leave that motherfucker. Never lose your own value. See. As long as you keep your own value up, you'll always be all right. Big fact. Straight up. Nah, that's a fact, man. Well, man, big dog. But whatever you going through, Keith, <laughs> we can talk about it later, okay? I'll whatever. Because right <laughs> right. you felt that shit, nigga. You was listening. That shit go through one end out the other, bro. Trust me, right? Whatever, man. You a fucking liar, man. I don't pay no liar, man. I only listen to you because you're my co-host. You a liar. I know you, nigga. I got to edit this shit, so I got to listen to it, but I don't... That shit don't... Yeah, okay. We'll see. We'll see. Wait till I talk to you a little later on. Silly, bro. Silly, bro. Really, that text you sent yesterday, that wasn't the keys I know, motherfucker. Oh! You talking about in the group chat? <laughs> yeah, that wasn't the keys I know. Hey, you lie, bro. Now you want to cap for the... Now you want to cap for the... For the <laughs> you lie, bro. Now that you lie, bro. 
Something going on, some shit in the water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you, you want to cap for the podcast, <laughs> shit, boy. Boy, it's all love. We'll talk about it later. Don't worry. Yeah, your ass cap for the podcast, <laughs> bro. Um, all right, bro. I appreciate you, man, coming through, though, bro. Real talk, man. Hey, I appreciate it. Great guest, Art. Very great. Great insight. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Yeah, man. Definitely appreciate you coming through. And uh, all success, bro. All, all will to you, man, on your on your journey to being that club owner. You know what I'm saying? On your, on your, on your, on your party promotions from here on out. We're going to stand on the couches with you, though. I got yeah, you. Bottles, bottles on me. Yeah, yo, you know, I Troy, hey, Troy, I'm in, I'm in these neighborhoods. We got vanilla. We got... Hey, bro. <laughs> hey, bro. We got, uh, hey. we got strawberry. We got whatever hey. I have my Facebook. I don't get like half... pumpkin spice. I like all <laughs> pumpkin spice. I like all that shit. Uh, we got everything. Like said, pumpkin right? spice, Look, bro. I like all that shit. <laughs> That's, oh, I don't know what pumpkin spice is. It sounds like a uh, chubby... I don't know. Something... Yeah, yeah that's a white know. dish. Hey, it's, it's a redefined beverage. I'll tell you that much. I'll tell you that much. I'm going to tell you that much. I'm like, we, I'm going I'm to end racism one mixed baby at a time. I'm going to tell you that right now. Don't you? Uh, Malcolm X, I hate you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll settle that up when I meet him. <laughs> when I get up that up. <laughs> Right. All right, y'all, brother. Y'all be blessed, man. I, I hope y'all got that Joe Rogan money coming in the future for y'all. Oh man, yeah, we try to get that, man. And I'm gonna <laughs> go to a club just because because of this conversation too. I might <laughs> June 26, June 26. I got you. You gonna be the first person, first flyer I send is gonna be the marquee. No, no, it, it gotta be a private demonstration, bro. It can't be no everybody. It gotta be like you know. Nah, you, only, you can have a private section. Come on, man. We about. You can have a private section. I don't know if oh, okay. it's thing. Okay, I ain't know. I ain't know. I'm okay. Oh, I got you. <laughs> that nigga want his own club. He want, he want his own club. He still want a, he want a house party, but just at a club. He's right. gonna be there talking about his feelings and shit. All the hoes in there. He talking about he love. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey man. Well, whatever. I only listen to Troy. Hey, uh, all right, go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead and give them your, your social media, bro, your handles and stuff, bro, where they can reach you at. I'm just on Facebook as on BZ Johnson and Instagram as promo underscore BZ. Um, June 26th, hopefully we back rocking with all the parties and stuff. Now y'all be safe out here, man. Stay black and stand for something. Oh, yeah. All the time. Troy, man, go ahead and take us out, man. Hey, man, y'all already know who the fuck we are, man. It's the Food for Thought podcast, man. Keep listening every week, every other day. And always go back and review us because we always talking about something positive. It's me. Y'all know who the fuck I am. My boy Marquise. We got Art as the guest. And Sadie the baby. We'll see you next week. And we gonna, we love everybody and keep tuning in. We got a lot more shit coming. Peace. Love, y'all. Y'all be safe, man. Love, y'all.